Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So grateful to have you connected on today. This is the place where we come together as leaders and we grow. And I'm so grateful to have you connected wherever you are listening around the world someone shared this podcast with you. And for that, I'm incredibly grateful. I want to encourage you to uh, share it with someone else. If it blesses you, take the link and send it to someone and please encourage them to subscribe to it. That would mean the world to us. I, I am truly appreciative and thankful for that. And I want you to know that we truly value and appreciate you for being connected on today. And I want to tell you, leaders have to be in the room. They've got to be in a place where they can understand incredible principles that can help them become the leader that they are assigned to become. Now, I want you to follow me, Joseph Walker 3. That's Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. And I also would love for you to go to my website, which is josephwalker3.org. Find out more information that we believe can be a tremendous blessing to you. Our books, content is there, where we're going to be. We might be in your area sooner than you think. If you'd like to have us come in, you can send an invite there and we can have a conversation about getting in there and training your organization or speaking to your organizational leadership or whatever you would have us to do. We make ourselves available from that platform and we appreciate all of you so much for always listening and tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. So I want today to talk about something that I've heard so many people ask. (sighs) Why me? So let's just go ahead and put it out there. Why you? Why are you entrusted with such an extraordinary opportunity in leadership? Why why are you in the place where you are as a leader? Every leader wrestles with that. I wake up often thinking about why am I in the place I am? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Uh, Why am I trusted to facilitate leadership at the place that I am currently facilitating it? Every leader often ask the question and you're perhaps wondering what opportunities are opening up or things are happening. You're probably saying, well, why, why me? Why, why you? Let's talk about it. I want to give you some words of affirmation and I want you to understand why you have been entrusted with this remarkable opportunity to steward leadership in the organization where you are. Now, I want to just off the top say, we already know you're qualified. We already know You know what you're doing, but there are some other reasons why you are entrusted to do what you do as a next level leader. The first is out of the bat, you're chosen. You have been chosen for this. Uh, The Bible speaks about before you were formed, Jeremiah chapter one, in your mother's belly, God already knew you. God already had chosen you. You were already ordained. And so before your mother met your father and your granddad met your grandmother, You were already a thought in God's scheme of things. You were chosen for something. Many a call was you are the chosen and you have to embrace it. Stop running from it. Stop avoiding the reality. You are chosen for this. And I think it's important to just 
be okay with that, to, to walk in the space where you, you can really accept the fact that you have been chosen to do something extraordinary and amazing, and it's really okay. You're chosen. And uh, let's just be chosen. Let's walk in that. And when you're chosen, uh, you just have to accept the fact uh, that that you have been set aside to do something amazing and uh, long before. And that's why number two is so important, because uh, you were prepared for this. Yes, academically prepared. Yes, in terms of your mentorships and et cetera. But have you given any thought to the fact that your whole life has been a series of preparatory experiences to set you up for this moment that you're in right now? Have you ever given thought to that? For example, I know in my own life, a lot of the discipline, a lot of the managing of time, a lot of the things that I learned when I was you know, younger. Uh, my dad gave me the work ethic. When I got to uh, Southern University, I, I learned the, the, the value of time. I learned to study. I learned to put things in categories so that I could function in multiple spaces at the same time. I mean, all of this is preparation. And sometimes you're being prepared, but you don't realize what you're being prepared for. It may not be the thing you're currently doing, but you're being prepared for something greater. That's how it works. Next level leaders are being prepared. So don't despise particular seasons that you have to experience because they're all preparatory. I tell people all the time, uh, don't ask God to deliver you out of what he may be developing you in. Let that sink in for a moment. I mean, God is developing you. God is preparing you. And so I just want you to understand that preparation is key. It is essential in every experience in your life really aligns with that. And I think that when you walk in that and you understand that, uh, you begin to realize, okay, I've seen uh, the hand of God in my life orchestrating these events. And I have understood clearly now uh, that that happened so that that could happen or this happened that that could happen. It was all preparing me for something that uh, was up the road. And now you're walking into it and you can be reflective. And you're like, so that's why that happened. Exactly. Because he was preparing you, toughening your skin, giving you greater perspective about people, helping you understand yourself and your own capacities, et cetera. Now, one of the things that I think is one of the key elements of, of trust in leadership, and the reason why I believe when the scripture says that promotion does not come from the East or the West, but it comes from God. And uh, he brings up one and he brings down the other. Let me tell you why, because I know what God looks at. It's the third thing. It's your heart. You listen to me, have a heart of gold. Your heart to do what is right. Your heart is not manipulative. You're not out here trying to be a shyster, but you're out here with a pure heart trying to accomplish what you know is necessary to take your organization to the next level. When your heart is right, God, trust that. Elevation comes, success happens when people have good hearts. It doesn't mean that you're perfect. David in the scripture was not perfect. But David understood something about the heart. When David had transgressed and done something very egregious, David said to God, Lord, uh, create within me a clean heart. Renew within me a right spirit. You see, I think that's such a powerful statement and a powerful prayer. But then God says of David, even when people were attempting to disqualify him, that David was one after my heart. Because it is your heart, man. It is that part that is so genuine, so authentic, that God can trust your heart in spaces that other people cannot be trusted. Why you? Because look at your heart. Look at what you think about. You think about getting to the next level, not just for yourself, but you think about how many families you can bless. 
You think about how many people you can reach. Your heart is about giving back. It's not about taking in. And when you have that kind of heart, man, God sees it. But number four, why you? Well, it's your resilience. It's your stick to You're not a pushover. It's because you've a battle tested. It's because of the things you have gone through that have prepared you to be able to endure, as Paul tells Timothy, hardness as a good soldier. Leadership and opportunities come because people are resilient, because they know how to work through their frustrations. They know how to keep pressing through their pain. They, they are people that are not easily swayed. These are people that keep getting back up. You ever thought about, like, for example, an extraordinary athlete like Michael Jordan, how many times he might have played with something wrong with his foot or some other ailment? How many times you might have seen LeBron James play? Uh, he played in that playoff game with his foot uh, literally uh, under advisement from physicians saying you need surgery, but he pushed through. I mean, that just is a point. That, that comes a point where you're just resilient. Your resilience, your ability to keep pressing and keep pushing is what uniquely makes you who you are. So I, I just want you to really lay hold of that. You have survived more in the last 12 months than some people have survived in the last 12 years. So it is your resilience. And when you are a resilient person without complaining, when you are a person that has some, some bounce back, you're a person that has some thick skin and you know how to, how to handle certain situations, that's when God can trust you and that's when doors open up for you because now you're ready. You're able to deal with all that in the mail room. Now you're ready for it in the boardroom. Here is number five. It's your witness. It's your amazing witness in the community and the world. People genuinely like you. You see why you? Well, because you get stuff done. You have a reputation of getting things done. When you have a reputation of effectiveness, fruitfulness, you have a reputation of taking things from ideation to manifestation because you know how to execute, you know how to collaborate and bring people together. That becomes a part of your witness. When people know that, when people realize that about you, Man, that's when opportunities come. People are not so much inclined to be able to have that kind of witness because sometimes our witness is, well, they don't stay long or you know, they don't finish projects or they overpromise and all of that. No, we want your witness to be one of integrity, one that can be trusted, uh, one that is consistent. So I think that this is incredibly important. And so I think when you begin uh, asking yourself, and maybe it's because your witness is good. Your name is good. And when your name is good like that, man, it's a blessing, right? Because God says, I would make your name great. He tells Abram, I am going to make your name great. In other words, your witness is going to be great. When people speak of your name, they're going to speak of your witness. They're going to speak of the things you're doing and accomplishing and how amazing of a person you are. Not a perfect person, but an amazing person doing extraordinary things. Number six, it's really about your focus. Why you? <laughs> because you're not easily distracted by foolishness. You're not easily distracted by Satan and all the things he attempts to do to derail what God is doing and calling you to do. Focus, man. Focus is so key. And when you're a focused individual, you're locked in. Man, this is why God can trust you with greater leadership opportunities. People who are unfocused are people that are undisciplined. Focus requires a level of discipline. It says, I'm willing to put my personal desires on the side in order that I might stay true to this assignment and get things done. Focus. Man, focus is where success is. So when you are focused, you begin to realize, man, this is why I'm being trusted because 
They know that I am focused. I can make things happen. I want to review what we've talked about today. We're talking about why you. We're trying to answer the question for you, why you're pondering, why you are being trusted with this opportunity, uh, why other people didn't get it and you did. What, what is it that God saw in you to open up this door for you? Let's talk about it again. First of all, you're chosen. Whether you want to accept it or not, you've always known it. You've always been different. You are chosen. Many are called, but few are the chosen ones. So when you were one of the chosen ones, walk in it, embrace it, be okay with it. You ladies and gentlemen, are chosen. But you also have been prepared because every experience in your life that you've endured, encountered, was all preparatory. Whether you knew it or not, you were being prepared for something up the road. God never lets things happen to you when you're chosen that don't contribute to your development. That's why he doesn't always deliver you out of things that he's developing you in. The third thing is your heart. It's because the genuineness and authenticity of a heart like yours When you have that kind of heart that you always want to give back and do more and you're not shady in your dealings and your heart is one that is of God, God can trust you with these great opportunities. But then also resilience, your ability to be strong under pressure, your ability to keep on producing and pushing and doing amazing things, no matter what's coming at you. Paul says, I forget those things which are behind and I reach toward those things which are ahead. I press toward the mark. That word press is uh, from the word pressure, that there's, there are forces that are constantly coming at me, trying to prevent me from reaching my destination. But I press, I, I'm resilient. I'm pushing to it because I see the end game and nothing will ever prevent me from getting there. If you look at very successful people in your career, I know when I look at people in ministry who have been extraordinarily successful, I'm often finding a pattern. These are people who have been resilient. No matter what has come at them, they've been resilient. They've dealt with it and they've kept moving and never let it hinder uh, what uh, was happening in their life. But then number five is our witness. Who do people say that you are? Your witness matters. Your character matters. When your name comes up, people ought to be speaking affirmation over versus, oh, no, no, not that person because of this or because of that. No, I want to have a good report among colleagues. I want to make certain that my witness is right. And then my focus. I want to be very sure that I am focused now more than ever in my life, that I absolutely remain focused on the goal. Uh, I talked uh, in one of the previous podcasts about begin with the end in mind, that all the different things that are going to come against you, all the different things that attempt to uh, discourage you, you have to remain focused on the assignment and know that this is an amazing season for you and you've got this. Stay focused. Stay focused. Stay away from the distractions. But then here's number seven. Why you? Have you considered because you are a finisher? There are so many people who start out doing amazing things, but they never finish. God can trust you because whatever you pick up, you will finish it. You are a bona fide finisher. You are a closer. And so why you? Because you get things done. When you have a reputation of starting and finishing, getting things done, amazing things begin to happen. That's why it's important that you understand what it means to be a finish. I finish stuff. I don't pick up things and just leave them hanging or it's years going by and I'm going to get back to it. That's one thing that... uh, One word that I use as an acronym, Ohio, 
O-H-I-O. And I, I, I teach this in leadership classes that only handle it once. Get to a point in your life where you only handle these things one time. You deal with it and you, you're able to move on. So this is important. Deal with one thing, move on to the next thing. Don't just deal with one thing, put it aside and come back to it and pick up something else. And now you got eight different things wide open, eight different applications open and nothing is complete. So to be successful, you have to learn the power of finishing. You've got to learn the power of not only starting strong, but finishing strong. Ladies and gentlemen, listen. God has called you. Can I talk to you for a second? Whatever field that you are in, God has called you to do something amazing. And you've got to accept the fact. I knew it early on. I knew it. I, as a child, I felt that was different. I didn't know exactly what I was called to. But when God called me, when I was 20 years old, he called me into ministry and I knew it. I knew at that very moment that I was going to be different. I knew from that very moment that I'd been prepared to do something amazing. And like you, it's so important now that you begin to realize that these things just don't happen. Doors just don't open like that. It's all because God can trust you. It's because of what you've had to endure and experience that now has given you an opportunity to be able to do something amazing. I want you to stop asking why you. And I want you to begin moving into what God has called you to do. Why not you? After all you've been through, after all you've been able to accomplish when other people started out but never were able to finish, why not you? This is your season. And as a next level leader, I just want to encourage you, man. I just want to make sure. I, I want to encourage you to pick up a book that I wrote. <laughs> It'll really bless you. It, it's called Leadership and Loneliness. It'll really help you walk through those feelings of being misunderstood, questioning yourself, all of those different things. I, this is a book that I wrote that has touched hundreds, if not thousands of lives around the world, literally. And I, I really want you to, to get a copy of it uh, at josephwalker3.org. That's leadership and loneliness, uh, because I just believe that every leader uh, must begin to affirm his or herself. Uh, I'm not looking for someone else to do it. I'm affirming myself. I know why me, because I know when I think about the list that I heard today, a lot of that has to do uh, with where I am in my life. So I'm thankful. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you. Now make sure you follow me. That's important. Joseph Walker 3. Joseph Walker 3. Do it right now. Follow me on Instagram. Let me know that you were listening to this podcast. Not only that, but I want you to go to my website, josephwalker3.org. That's where you can get my books, get all of my books from Leader Shifts, No Opportunity Wasted, Leadership and Loneliness, Restored at the Root, so many books, so much content. And find out when I will be in your area by clicking under uh, the speaking area and know where I'll be when I'll be. I want to meet you, Next Level Leader. More importantly, I want you to meet you so you can realize why you, why you're questioning why you. I hope this has helped you and I appreciate you so much. To all of you who continuously support this podcast, thank you. And make sure you check out Bishop and Dr. Steph. Check out my YouTube page. My wife is out there and I appreciate you. I hope you'll check it out. Great content on balancing family and life and all those wonderful things that matter to you. I appreciate you so much and I pray God's blessings be upon you. Until next time, you be blessed now. It's Dr. Joseph Walker and this is Next Level Leader. Peace. Thank you.
Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph with you.